different tools or spiritual practices, whether it's like Neville Goddard's sort of methods or like Abraham Hicks methods or whatever. Like there's all these methods like affirmations or like journaling or, you know, there's all kinds of these manifestation techniques. And like whenever people start dabbling with ideas of like manifesting, quick sidebar on that. I don't even really use the term manifesting unless I'm trying to like get through to somebody who thinks in that way. Like whenever, because every, to me, every moment is manifestation. Like, like it's not like you're, you're creating something like, like this moment is manifestation, manifestation. So, so for, for me, it's more about becoming a match to the thing that you want already exists, right? Which also ties into Joe Dispenza, which we'll get into in a second. But I was just saying that people will find these tools and like they'll get so intentional about it and they'll get so serious about it that like it takes the fun out of the whole thing. Hello friends, my name is Natalie Hills and for the longest time I was searching for people just like you. People who understood how it felt to be different, to think different, and who genuinely want to make a difference. This is your safe place to be inspired, a judgment-free community, and a place for free thinkers and soul searchers to unite. This is Soul Me Podcast. Hey, so today I am joined by Chris Ryder. Now, Chris is a music video director and aspiring alchemist who I found on TikTok with the handle of the same name, Aspiring Alchemist. Chris is passionate about being the best version of ourselves and about learning how we are creators of our own reality and just how much influence we have over how things play out in our lives. You literally just created your TikTok account. <laughs> Didn't tell anybody that you was, any of your friends and family that you'd created it and then it just started taking off. Right, yeah, no. Um, actually, my buddy Dave, Cause like over the years, I like, he doesn't, he's not fully into these sort of concepts of like law of attraction and things like that. Although I did turn him on to like Dr. Joe Dispenza, which I, I want to talk about Dr. Joe Dispenza at some point in this podcast, but like, you know, like he, he dabbles with the ideas and stuff. And I've talked to him over the years and like, you know, sometimes I'll go deep with him and like, he'll, he'll be like, I don't get what you're saying, but I know that it's true. You know what I mean? Like, and so like, I feel like he's catching on, but like he he's been being, he's been telling me forever, like, you got to do something you got to get on youtube or you got to make a TikTok or like something like and just post every day because like you know like you you'll you'll find people and whatever so he finally pushed me in a couple weeks ago he was like dude just make a TikTok tomorrow post one TikTok tomorrow do it every day and just like watch what happens i was like all right so i did and uh yeah it's been cool i didn't realize there was such a spiritual community on there um but yeah my whole story is like i grew up in orlando florida and i was um I started directing music videos when I was like really younger, like probably like around 14 or 15, like uh, just like working with local bands out of Florida. I originally wanted to be a pro skateboarder and I broke my ankle four times. And uh, it actually led me to filmmaking because it started, it got me into like filming like skateboard videos. And then that led me like music videos, which launched my whole career that which brought me to LA. And now I, I direct music videos for a living. So that before I got in like a more spiritual like state of mind, like, kind of always spoke to me as like, okay, things are always working out even when it seems like they're not because I was really depressed that I couldn't be a pro skateboarder and I was having all these injuries, but it led me to this beautiful other passion and like this Hulk career, which is what I've been doing. Um, but yeah, I've just, I was just kind of bipping along until like 2017. Um, I kind of was just going through like some crazy heartbreak and pain and stuff. And you know, like pain can often spark spiritual growth and stuff like that. So I am, um, 
yeah, I started, I started off getting into like more motivational things, like, cause I was just trying to pull myself out of a depression. So I was listening to like, you know, all those motivational speakers, like Tony Robbins, wherever. But it, the thing about that for me is like, it works for a minute and then, and then you get burnt out. It's like, you got to put your nose to the grindstone. You got to work hard. So it's like, okay, I'm getting up, I'm working out. I'm like improving myself. I'm, and then it's like, you reach this, this point where like, for me, like I just hit a wall and like, but that led me to like, sort of like, I found Wayne Dyer, if you know who that is. And he was speaking messages that like, were really resonating with me that were more, they were still motivational, but they were also like very inspirational. They were very, very like, like almost Taoist, like the Tao Te Ching, like very like, just like be and it'll go downstream and allow things to flow. And like, so I started to like, kind of put some of his teachings into practice and like integrate them in my life. And then I started seeing like, all this magic start happening. And I was like, okay, am I going crazy? Or like, you know, like, I don't know, it's, it's been a lot of fun. And now, you know, that was like 2017. And now it's 2021. And I'm just like, at this point where I'm like, okay, like, I've accepted that my focus, my energy, my levels of energy, like, absolutely play into like the things I experience because now I've had enough experience like like experience is the only teacher like you can hear words all the time but it's like it's not until you put words into practice and then get experience and then the experience you know teaches you essentially so mm, yeah um, oh, I completely agree with you um I mean, you mentioned Wayne Dyer as well I actually watched um it was, I don't know, maybe maybe a year ago, I actually watched the series that he did, or it was a, a talk that he did, where he was actually going through the Tao Te Ching. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he, 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 he has, he's done so many specials throughout his career. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, he went through many phases and he definitely went through a whole Tao Te Ching phase, which was really cool. Um, and I love the way he, I don't know, he makes things easy to understand. Like, that's what I'm trying to do with my TikTok too, is like, take things I've learned but not only learned intellectually, like learned like to my core through experience and then like put my own language to like messages we've heard a million times. Like these aren't new concepts, you know, like they've been around since the beginning of time. Like as a man thinketh, so shall he be like, you know, like all these old languages, but I'm just trying to update the language and put it in my own terms, you know? Yeah. Like exactly the same, exactly the same. And I think there's quite a lot of us out there that are doing this right now because yeah. It, it's so important what you said about experience and experience being the best teacher because right. I'm at this stage where I just don't uh, I've, I've always felt that you don't need a qualification in order right. to be able to say that you're worthy that you could do it's just always something it's been ingrained in me like I don't know where it came from it must be past life I don't know where it came from it was just like why do I have to go to school? Why do I have to do this? Why do I have to do that? Always curious as, as a child, like always asking these questions. And imposter syndrome kicked in quite a lot for me because I've been doing all of this learning, all of this growth, all of this experience, like knowing full well, like I know when I put this into my body, it makes me feel good. I know when I put this into my body, it doesn't. I know that if I say these affirmations, they work. I know if I meditate, it does this, da 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 but you, this, like I say, this imposter syndrome kicks in and you think, oh, but I'm not qualified. And so I ended up taking, I swear, in the last six years, the amount of different qualifications I have taken in order to try and prove my worth. And it's only now that I've surrendered to this, actually, like my frequency, my vibration 
is my greatest asset. My experience, everything that I have been through in my life, that is what I teach. And you're right. It is the same concepts that have been around for thousands of years. But how you express that and how I express that is going to resonate with a certain group of people. We don't need to be reaching out to the same people. Like it's almost like our, our job is to simplify it for the people that will be vibrating at the same frequency as what we are. Yeah. Yeah. You just put another ripple out there and and like, I think the more people that are putting out these messages, the better, you know, as long as they know, like what they're talking about, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, because there are some people that want to do it because they just want to be like internet famous or whatever, like some guru. And like, that's obviously coming more from like the ego which is fine. Like I don't, when I say ego, I'd never mean like a negative connotation of it. We're meant to have an ego, but like, yeah, that's a lot to unpack too. I was going to say one thing though, whenever you were talking about imposter syndrome, like I think that's a common thing for a lot of people because we're so conditioned to be like, oh, you need certain credentials to do things. But then like, I feel like something's going to happen. I already feel like even like, you know, Donald Trump being an example, like he was somebody who wasn't qualified to like be a president, but like he like made that impossible thing happen, right? It's like, obviously like, yeah, not I'm not like a fan of, I'm actually not really even a political person, but that fascinated me. And I feel like we live in a day and age now where like some kid is gonna come along who like watched a bunch of like amazing like YouTube, like just learned like self-taught from the internet and then like created some scientific breakthrough or something. And they're going to be like, what the hell? Like this 14 year old has no credentials or whatever. It's going to be like kind of break that uh, collective consciousness of like the fact that we don't like need these certain credentials, like um, sort of like the four minute mile. Do you know that whole story of Roger Bannister? Yes. Yeah. So exactly. Like one of those, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of people that feel that way where it's like, they're not, they're not going for their true potential because they're looking at surface level things that are like holding them back, you know? And do you know what, what you just said there about um, like someone coming along that's self-taught and doing that, that's already happening. Yeah. I actually spoke to, um, cause my, my, like my day job that is like my angel investor that allows me to do all the things that I'm doing. Um, I actually work um, recruiting quantum physicists, <laughs> So I get to speak. It's like the it's like the coolest job. That's awesome. Yeah, like six weeks ago. Yeah, and that was before this even happened. You know, Um, yeah, even that in itself was a complete manifestation into my life, and I'm forever grateful for that. But I get to speak to these super cool people every single day and ask great questions and just you know learn and one of the girls that I spoke to she's 16 now um but at the age of 15 um she created um coding that was able to detect uh, basically her uncle died from Parkinson's and she wanted to do something about it so she was always interested in tech. Like she was always a techie kid. She understood coding, programming and things like that. I don't even understand it. So I can't even explain it. Although I will learn. Um, And she said that when she was looking at quantum uh, physics and quantum mechanics, quantum computing, she said she didn't understand it. And she couldn't understand why she didn't understand it. And every... um, kind of course that she wanted to take you needed entry-level requirements 
-hmm. And eventually she managed to start kind of getting a foundational knowledge of it. Um, She now has a company called Community where she and, you know, her partners teach people not kind of quantum physics but the foundations allow them to get that gain that knowledge so they're able to kind of state take their steps into the industry but she also created coding that was able to detect parkinson's at a really early stage and i've got goosebumps talking about it but she was 15 and you're like yeah and like that made me go like, i've got a six-year-old so i'm like <laughs> I know what I want to teach her. Like I'm already going to start teaching her, you know, quantum mechanics and I'm going to start teaching her about programming and stuff like that. Cause I'm like, this is wild. So you're absolutely right. I wanted to swing back actually to something you were saying. Um, Cause I think it fits in really nicely with what we're talking about in terms of um, um, simplifying how we make our lives better and create our own reality when you were saying about Tony Robbins, oh, and also the the point that you made about not wanting to be a guru, because I have right. this thing about how I know that I'm supposed to teach, but what I want to teach people is how to teach themselves. Mm, right? Self-reliant. Self-reliance, yeah. self-trust, like because I that is what's important, that we're all sovereign and we think for ourselves. And yes. you can't think for yourselves if you've got somebody on a pedestal. So Tony Robbins was somebody that, Um, was one of the first people that I was kind of introduced to in like the self-development side of things. And you're absolutely 100% accurate in what you're saying. It is not sustainable to be in that kind of real full masculine energy the entire time. I actually did UPW last year, the first online Unleash the Power Within that he did. I think it was like April last year. I love the messages too. Like, yeah in there but it's not for everybody you know some people can can do that and sustain it but like they're not I don't know what quality of life really is like you know like they're yeah, I don't know maybe some people like it like the whole like Ty Lopez world of people that are just like blind and like you know like you were saying that over masculinity or whatever but yeah I'm a little more soft you know I'm a little more like easy yeah. and I think it's important. I mean, I, I actually, I crashed. I mean, I, I've always had that, that kind of, because I that's how I was taught, that self-development. Um, but after I did UPW, I was like really fired up. But then because you have that, like those chemicals going around in your body, like real high dopamine and like your endorphins are going through the roof, you're going to have a crash. You cannot sustain life at that level, that pace every single day. Right. I mean, he somehow does it, but he does it with like the whole putting yourself in a peak state as much as you can. Like he does cold plunges every morning, like does whatever he can to like keep the body up like that. But yeah, like I feel like we need more rest and repair and and like relaxation, you know? So I don't know. It's not for everyone, (laughs) especially me and you, apparently. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've tried it. I've tried it. And I still, I like you said, I still love his teachings, but I think it's a really important message to get out there that just because you see people doing things a certain way, if it doesn't, like what we were saying before we started recording, if it doesn't feel good to you, don't do it. Like, find what does feel good to you. But actually, talking about that, like, Let's talk about what we were what we were discussing before we hit record about exactly that, and talk yeah. about Joe Dispenza as well because that ties in really nicely with 
Oh, for sure. Yeah, no. Well, first, what we were talking about before we were recording was like, I was just mentioning about these people who like will find different tools or spiritual practices, whether it's like Neville Goddard's sort of methods or like Abraham Hicks methods or whatever. Like, there's all these methods it's like affirmations or like journaling or, you know, there's all kinds of these manifestation techniques. And like, whenever people start dabbling with ideas of like manifesting, quick sidebar on that I don't even really use the term manifesting unless I'm trying to like get through somebody who thinks in that way like whenever because every to me every moment is manifestation like like it's not like you're you're creating something like like this moment is manifestation manifestation so so for, for me it's more about becoming a match to the thing that you want already exists right which also ties into Joe Dispenza which I'll get into in a second but I was just saying that people will find these tools and like they'll get so intentional about it and they'll get so serious about it that like it takes the fun out of the whole thing whereas like if you were you know if you were using this tool like living from the wish fulfilled or doing some sort of visualization or vision board or whatever doing it for the fun of the daydream or the whatever then you're in the right place but if you're doing it because you're so wadded up and like i gotta manifest this thing like it's doing you a disservice like all that matters is feeling good like you don't even have to you don't even have to identify your specific intentions. Like your source, like already knows what it is. Like you've already sent out this desire into the universe, but it's like, you have to allow it. So in order to allow, you just have to feel good. Go look at a sunset, like appreciate something, but don't appreciate so you can get the thing. Just like appreciate because it feels good to appreciate. So like when you get in those places, now you're like getting the right ideas at the right times. You're like tuning into that guidance of saying, go here or call that person or whatever. And like, you get these little breadcrumbs and you start seeing your intentions manifest, right? Like it's great to have the tools and the manifestation techniques and stuff. I even use a lot of them and dabble with some of them. And I've, I've played with like, like all kinds of stuff, you know, and it's, it's fun and I've seen results from them, but I've also made the correlation of like, if it's not feeling natural for me when I'm doing it, it's not working for me and it's actually making things harder. So going back to the Joe Dispenza thing where I was saying like, yeah, what you want to do is become a match to what already exists. Like, you know, he talks about how there's these infinite potentials and, you know, like, I mean, I love his teachings. I actually don't even fully understand all of like what he, I've never gone to his seminars or anything. I actually haven't even read his books. I've listened to endless YouTube from him and I've like done countless of his meditations and whatnot. But to me, his message in a way really parallels with what Neville Goddard speaks of, which is just like live from the person you want to be like, sustain the identity you want like think greater than your current environment right and then sustain that and like you come it right and uh and they obviously he has like the proof like he's got thousands of people who people who can't see that start seeing again you know deaf people hearing like you know crippled people walking and mainstream science doesn't you know it, it, the normal the normal like um, the masses would hear that and they just they hear it and they say, oh, it's too good to be true. So they just discredit it without even really looking into it. But it is legit. Like, it is turning heads of, like, real scientists and real doctors. You know what I mean? And, like, it's something to look into. So I always love to mention Dr. Joe Spenza, like, get his name out to everyone as much as I can. So I'm glad we're mentioning him here on your podcast. Yeah. I, I actually started a series on TikTok with one of his books, Becoming Supernatural. Yeah. But, funnily enough, I, I've started to recognize that I was kind of posted on TikTok and then I was off for it was exactly six days but it didn't feel like I was off for six days it felt like I'd only been off for like 24 hours 
and then when I was going back and posting again I was noticing that oh it's actually been six days since the last time I posted and I did a TikTok to say that basically only ever do what you love like I don't even know if I can commit to doing a series on becoming supernatural I don't know if I can commit to that I felt like I wanted to do it and I felt like I needed to do it because people kept asking me to do a series and I felt like it would be a way to keep me accountable to reading the book because it's a really big book but actually it would feel better to me to read that book when I feel called to read it and if I feel like I would need or want to share something then to share it rather than make it like oh, this is an episode. And then people are saying to me, where's the next episode? Like it, it, it was taking that joy out of it. And so it's, it, it's just so important to always be in that frequency of, it's like how Abraham Hicks talks about, you know, the path of least resistance. It took me a really long time to understand what the path of least resistance actually meant. That's also a Taoist thing, just going downstream, you know, like water flows downstream never goes upstream you know yeah so yeah I love that I think a lot of content creators feel that way too like especially youtubers who not even spiritual people like youtubers just like I um live in LA and I've known so many like so like I guess you could say like influencers and stuff like over the years who are just doing like weekly vlogs or whatever and they have their own niche whether it's like parody music or whatever but it's the same thing it's like they're doing it they're viewers are like, when's the, like, when's the next one? What's the next one? Like, do this, do that. And it's like, they start kind of creating for like, and I think musicians do this too. Like they'll make a great piece of art, an album or something like that. And then it gets a response, but they never made it for the response they made it because they loved it. But now like they're getting all this feedback and they're like, oh, we need to make more shit that's like this or whatever. And it's like, mm. you're not going within and, and expressing your true self. So that sounds like what you're talking about. You want to express your true self and do what feels right for you at the time so and what's right for you will be right for all the all the other people like you know what I mean so and I think it's also what you just said there about what's right for you is right for all the other people I think when you're thinking about um I've been thinking a lot about influencers and uh following and followers and stuff like that and for me it's, it's starting to feel again a little bit like um like a form of conditioning like we're, yeah. we're being conditioned to want to follow people or we're being conditioned to need to have people listening to us because deep down we all have this feeling within us that we want to be seen, we want to be heard, right? Because it's all comes from childhood. Like none of us probably, I don't believe anyone really had their needs met as a child. We all want validation. We all want that. And so it's it's kind of breeding this this real toxic relationship still with this needing to be validated like the entire time when actually when you're thinking about creating content whether it's music or art like any form of art whether it's YouTube or TikTok or whatever you don't necessarily have to create it for the people that are currently following you like the right, right people are always going to come into your field. Like they're always going to come into your field. And when you trust in that, when you trust, like my message is a vibration and that is going to be a match for, it might just be five people. Well, it might be 5,000 people. If you want to take that even farther, you could be like, the message I'm getting is actually in response to the questions that are out there pulling this out of me. You know what I mean? So like, it's almost like, 
somebody can write a great song, but they're not writing it. They're, you know, they're allowing this information that it's so specific to like a mass consciousness that has like been like, I want music that's got this kind of guitar and this kind of whatever. It's, it's this vibration that's out there of like something that a person channels essentially or just receives. You know what I mean? So that could be the same way of looking at it too, or a different way of looking at the same thing, you know? I love that because that also actually helps me make sense of a lot of things because I find that the more that I've raised my awareness, the more that I tend to pick up on what feels like what collect the collective consciousness is going through. So I can share something and then that day people will be like, oh my God, like I was thinking that today or, or I've been thinking exactly the same thing or I've been experiencing that or have you seen such and such's video because they were talking about that today as well. And we're so much more connected than what we even, what we realize. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, thoughts aren't even in our mind. They're, our, our brains are like antennas. We're like receiving mechanisms. It's like thoughts are energy. It's, it's consciousness. Like, I'm pretty sure Dr. Joe goes into that sort of stuff too, right? It's just like, and like, yeah, thought forms. I mean, I've had it so many times. I'm like, I have an idea for an invention or something. And then like a year later, I see it on the shelf somewhere. And I'm like, oh, what the hell? Like, that's the exact same thing. You know, it's like, you know, it's interesting. A lot of times, like two movies will come out around the same time. that are very similar to each other. You see that all the time too. Like, I think there's like certain energy patterns that like, will get a momentum going and then one person will receive it and another person will receive it and like get their own distortion or their own translation of it, you know, and go run with that. So yeah, thoughts are in the air. That's what I believe. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you know what? I, I actually am inclined to agree with you on that. And it actually reminded me of, I, I think it was a, a channeling that I was watching before with, um, oh, I can't remember her name, Amanda. It's angelic celestial colors on Instagram. I'm sure it was it was Amanda that was talking about this. That apparently Michael Jackson. There was one one time where Michael Jackson went running into the studio or something, and he was like, "I have to like I have to make this song now because if I don't, Prince is gonna do it." Yep. Yep. I've yep. heard that story. It's great. He woke up at like two in the morning or something. He was called his producer. He's like, "We gotta do this now." He's like, "No, we'll do it tomorrow." He's like, "No, no, no, we gotta do it. Prince is gonna do it." <laughs> I don't know if he meant the exact song, but he probably meant he's gonna do something very similar to this. Like, if I don't get on this right now, you know, and like claim it, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so it's um oh my god, it's it's so interesting when you think about that. That's actually given me a lot to think about now because I've always, uh, especially in the last couple of years, I've seen myself as this like idea generator because I just have like this constant flow of like all these different ideas, and it got to a stage where it was just too exhausting. So I'm like, I can't do all these things. Like maybe I should just create one of my ideas of a, of a company was like, maybe I should just create a company where I can just give people these ideas and they can go and like make these things. Because one of the thing that I'm, I would say my strongest gift is and how I coach people is that I can sit with somebody and within half an hour, I can tell them the exact problem that they have, like the exact thing that is holding them back. And it's yeah. just, I think it's just because I'm an open channel. So I can hear mm -hmm. the, the patterns in what it is that they're saying. And then I can just go, oh, like this, it sounds like this. And they go, oh my God, yeah, it is. And then we can work from, from there. So there's a lot to be said as well for having good, you know, energetic practices, you know, whether it is meditation, journaling, like whatever it is that gets you, you don't have to be like 
jumping up and down on a trampoline to get yourself on a peak state. Like, right, exactly. You just lay in the bath. Get in alignment. Even just even just finding satisfaction, like that'll get you there. Like contentment, you know, being being satisfied with where you are, being appreciative. Like that's the receptive mode, you know. Um, I relate with you, and I think a lot of people relate with you in the sense of like having an overwhelming amount of ideas that you're like, what do I do with all these? Do I delegate them? Do I whatever? And a lot of people, including myself, although I'm getting past it, like, well, just freeze because like you have so many things that you want to go for that you just go for nothing. You know what I mean? Like, because you're just like, you have like too much information or too many visions. And the truth is you just got to pick one and go with it. And like another one will come up when that one's, when you reach the finish line on that. Or if you start getting burned out on it, you step away, go to another one. And then, and then the juices get flowing on that other one, because now you're moving you're still moving your creativity forward. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's another Abraham Hicks thing that always resonated with me. I, I, I saw some seminar of theirs where somebody was like, they're like, we tell people who have written a book and, and they're trying to get it published and they're having trouble like getting meetings or like trying to get it published. We always tell them start writing another book because like whenever you keep the creative channels open, then it opens up the opportunities like on the other end because like, you're keep like you're closing off that creative flow so now it's like making things harder for you to like reach that final step in in your other creation or whatever so it's an interesting thing to chew on (laughs) oh yeah well there's so many interesting things to think about off the back of this isn't there what's it can you give an example as well like I think it's really important like what we spoke about earlier when we were saying about how experience is the biggest teacher like if you was going to give an example to somebody it's a, like to prove to them mm-hmm. that it's possible to quantum leap or to change like something in your life or bring something towards you. For me, it, yeah, definitely. Um, for me, it started off with like, I was um, just really like agnostic and sort of didn't really believe in any higher power and stuff like that. And then I was actually hanging out with a friend of mine who's like really, really Christian. And she was like telling me the Christian views and stuff. And I was kind of like thinking it sounded crazy and whatever. And she was like, well, you should like ask God for like a sign, like, you know, like just, just like put it out there. And I was like, I just brushed it off. But then like a few days later, just for the hell of it, I was like, all right, if there's something out there, like focused on me, like if there is like, you know, some kind of awareness or whatever, like show me I actually forget at this point I'm sure it was something specific but I was asking for some kind of sign and I saw something that like happened shortly after where like I was like uh it's probably coincidence right uh and then these like other things are happening I was also getting really into meditating and stuff just to like make myself feel better because I was like trying to get past my my depressive state you know and um I just noticed like I was getting on like higher levels of energy and like listening to stuff like Wayne Dyer and becoming more open to stuff. And then I don't know, things just started happening where it was like, I I remember the first one that really struck me uh, was my mom called me and she said, Hey, you should get a soft bristled toothbrush. She's like, they're better for your teeth. And I was like, Oh, okay. And then the next day I was like hanging out with a friend and my friend just for no reason was like, oh, I have an extra new toothbrush if you want it. And like, they gave it to me and it was like soft bristled. And I was like, huh. And like, I thought about that. And then I was like sitting on the side of the bed and I thought to myself, I wanted to get up to go get water. But I was like, 
I didn't feel I was like comfortable and lazy. We were watching TV and I was like, but I don't feel like getting up. And the second I thought that she's like, oh, by the way, there's a case of water bottles by your feet. And I was like, huh? And like, I looked down and I was like, okay. So there's like the toothbrush thing. And then a moment, like a moment later, like the, I was like in the strange flow. So that kind of was like, okay, this is kind of weirding me out. And then, um, yeah, honestly, like all these, like, it started off as little things like that. Um, and then it started being like, okay. I remember I was, I was just thinking of, cause I live in LA. So I was like trying to think of something that I wanted to see show up that like would make no sense in LA. So I was like, scarecrow right show me like a scarecrow and like four hours later or something i was like watching some video on youtube on my phone and for no reason at all like my mind went to i don't know if you know like the bad lip reading videos they're like comedy videos where people yeah put a new audio on top of other stuff and i hadn't seen them in years and for obviously it was guidance looking back at it now but it was just like oh yeah i forgot about bad lip reading like and I like went to like a bad lip reading video for like no reason because I hadn't watched it like a few years. And I went to like the Twilight one because I remember it being really funny. And I like clicked on one of them that I haven't seen of the Twilight ones. And they were just saying all their mumbo jumbo, like blah, 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 scarecrow. And the second they said scarecrow, I'm like, what the hell? Like, so that was like, I literally out loud was like, whoa, like, okay. Like, so then um, I started being like, and also I was doing a lot of like walking meditations and just like asking, cause I still didn't know what this power is. I mean, I'm still learning. I'm like, is it, I'm like, I don't know what to call it. I'm like God or like universe or source or like my higher self or whatever. Like, but I do remember specifically driving in my car. I woke up one morning and I had to drive somewhere and like on my drive, I got this weird feeling where I was like, okay, like, something's watching me and then it was kind of unsettling in a weird way because I was like I always felt alone my whole life and I was like so I was like um is it judging me like is it like you know like it knows every it knows every thought I've had like it know you know what I'm saying it was like this weird thing and then um I just kept like getting up every day and like doing like sort of like these walking meditations where I would just it was just my own method but like I was just look at like the trees and the people walking by and I have the music in my ears and I try to feel like I'm one with all of it. And uh, then the first thing that happened that really made me, and this is like, people might not even believe this, but it was just something that's just really, I don't know, did something to me where like I was doing this walking meditation and I had the headphones in and I sat on like this ledge and I just like closed my eyes for a second and I was just breathing. And I opened up my eyes and I was going to start walking this way to my left, but I looked off to the right and there was like, also I had asked that morning, like, show me a sign or like, show me a sign that like, you know, this reality is like more than I think it can be or whatever. And I like look off to like the right and like a few houses down and there's nobody on the street. And it's like the sun, it's like sunset time. It's like really pretty. And like a few houses down, like in front of, not in front of the yard, but like, on this patch of grass between the sidewalk and the street, I see what looks like legs, like human legs. And I'm like, what, what the hell is that? Like, and I'm like trying to make sense of it. Cause it also looked like there was a head like next to the legs, like a head of hair. So I'm like, I'm thinking, oh, is it maybe like a guy laying down one way and a girl laying the opposite way with her head next to his feet or like, 
And I was gonna, I had an intention to keep walking this way, but I was like, I just, I want to see this. Like I had the, I still had the meditation music going on in my ears and it's all like, oh, like whatever. And like, and I start getting closer and closer and I'm like, and I'm now I'm standing directly across the street from this thing. And it's like some sort of woman. And she's like in some kind of like contortion, like, like pose. And she, she had, I couldn't see, it was just like draping dark hair and she was tan, almost like, I thought maybe like she was Native American or something like that, but she looked like from biblical times or something like that. And she had like this, uh, she had like, like dirty tape, like wrapped around her hands. And she was doing some kind of like practice where she was like touching the earth and like, it felt like she was doing some kind of like healing to the earth or something. She was in this crazy, almost like yoga pose or something. And she was like doing this thing and I'm just watching her and I'm like directly across the street, but like still kind of at a distance. So I'm like, okay, I think what I'm going to do, cause there was a, a, a van that was parked on the curb, like next to her. I was like, I'm going to walk across the street, walk around the van and then walk right by her. So just so I can get one, one last look as I continue on the way I intended to go. And I go around the van and I even thought to myself, how trippy would that be if she disappeared? Like, and as I turn around the van, she's gone. There's nothing there. It's just a patch of grass. And I got the music in my ears like, oh, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I'm like freaking out. Oh my gosh, it was insane. Um, and then like, I turn a corner and it's like one of the most beautiful sunsets like I've ever seen. And I'm just like, God, like whatever you are, like whatever that was, it was like, I was doing a meditation. And then I saw somebody who was doing like a meditation like they it was like almost like showing you like keep doing what you're doing or like you know what i mean it looked like they were like deep in some sort of like spiritual practice but it also felt like yeah it was trippy it was like some thought form that like i realized through my physical senses like looking back at it now i realized that's what it was but like it was just that was like one of the first things where like okay like who knows what the hell's going on here like this is like there's so much more to this world like i'm gonna be more open now i'm gonna like keep exploring and i'm not I also like to preface things, by the way, like whenever I should probably say even more in my TikToks and stuff, because like I'll say one thing like so matter of factly, I'll be like, oh, this is how we meant, like create reality. And da, 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 da. But like a lot of the times I like to say, well, the way I perceive things now is like this and that, because, you know, we're, as we move through life, we sort of develop, we, we gain new information and new data. And like we have to allow our beliefs to evolve as well, like. Like there's a quote I've heard that I've always loved where it's like, there's nothing more dangerous than somebody who says today is Tuesday and no matter what, I'm going to believe exactly what I believe on Thursday, no matter what happens on Wednesday. And it's like, that's a dangerous way of being, you know? So it's like to allow yourself to, yeah, I don't know. But that was one of the first things where I was like, okay, like there's some mystical magical stuff going on here. And like, all it took was me putting an intention out to whatever higher power there is and being like, show me you know, the mystical. And now I'm just having a blast with it. <laughs> and I've had many, many things like that since, but yeah, that was the first one early on where I was like, and I, and I FaceTimed my best friend immediately after I told her the whole thing. She was like, wow, it's like an interesting hallucination, you know? And I'm like, oh, fuck, you don't get it. Like it was not a hallucination. Like, know. you know, like it was just interesting. And, and um, I still have days where I wake up and I'm like, Oh, I don't, I don't even know if I, I believe in what I believe in anymore and you know right. it can't be real and then something will happen and you're just like well here it goes again like I can't, I can't I, I, there's no way I can ignore this um really interesting point as well about like allowing yourself to basically 
constantly expand. Allow yourself to constantly expand and evolve right. because you the know universe is doing it too, right? Yeah, exactly. And and we we seem to have this again. It's it's a belief that we have around um, if we say something one day. And then a month later, we think something different that people are going to judge us for that. Oh, well, I yeah, thought that's what know. politicians that, that's how politicians stab their other opponents all the time. They're like, well, they're flip flopping on this thing, whatever. And it's like maybe they're just getting new information and, you know, evolving. I mean, sometimes they are just flip flopping to get whatever, probably. But well, the funny thing yeah. is, is before you said that I was going to use an analogy of politicians so as soon as you said that, like, oh well, there you go. We're just on the same, the same wavelength. But, yeah, it's um, it it's important that you you do continue to evolve. And actually, what I do find um, with social media, and and I would say like, it's good to to do that to to say at the beginning like, my my thoughts might change. Like when I put out a message yesterday, it was a it was a complete channeled message, and it was so much information that I was about all the life tracks. Yeah. yeah. And I was laying in the bath and I was like, this, I actually said out loud, this is too much information because it was, it was so much. I was like, I, I don't even know, but I had to get it out. I had to get something out. And I did say at the beginning, you know, I might be wrong. I, I might be right. right. I, just how I'm interpreting the information. However, people are only ever going to interpret things from their own level of consciousness. So you could say one thing, matter of fact, and yeah. it, your intention and your vibration behind it is one way, but somebody else perceives it as a different thing. So I've just kind of started or begun to surrender to this acceptance of I trust my own frequency. I trust the, what is behind it because I also allow myself to be able to change and evolve. And, you know, I, I cannot control how somebody else perceives me. I cannot control how somebody else perceives my message. There's a certain level of um, discernment that other people need to have. And there's a certain level of discernment that we need to have whenever we're sharing anything, because, you know, yeah. depending on what it is that you're sharing, it could be someone takes it really literally and it's, you know, quite damaging. So we have to be oh mindful. God. Yeah, yeah. It's the way that something is like being output versus the way that the receiver translates it because everything gets distorted through our filters, you know, like even you being a channel, like you're receiving, but then you also have your own conditioning. So it's like you are going to distort in, in some way or another, like even when we speak words, like the moment a word comes out of your mouth, it's already diluted a little bit because it's the vibration under it that's like the true essence, right? So it's like you're translating something and like, you know, real truth is pretty much ineffable. I love that quote from the Tao where it's like, those who know don't speak and those who speak don't know. Obviously I'm speaking all the time, so I guess I don't fully know, but <laughs> I do get that because like, I, I'm joking about that. Like, I think I have like reached a certain level of awareness that I'm happy with, but, but like, I just think there's some truth in that where it's like those who truly know, like don't talk and those who truly don't know, just talk. And like another thing, where was I going with that? Um, oh, it just reminds me about like, lead, like the most powerful way to lead is by like leading by example. But that's a very subtle and like a very long-term way of teaching somebody because it's like, if you truly only want to lead by example, you'd be this person who's like, only like talking about like stuff that feels good when you're in groups and like 
always shifting the conversation like upward and always like whatever, but like never deliberately saying. And like, eventually if somebody spends enough time around you, they'll be like, why do I always feel good around that person? Like, why, why are like, why don't they ever engage in the gossip that we talk about? Or like, you know, like that, then it becomes more clear and they, they want to emulate what you're being, but that's like the best way to teach, but it's such a long-term, like subtle way of teaching. So it's like, right now I just want to speak messages and, you know, like, and uh, try to get people to hear the words. And again, words don't teach the experience teaches, but they can at least hear the words and contemplate them. And if they resonate, put them into practice and see what experiences they, they get, you know? Yeah, definitely. I love that. I, and I've loved this conversation. I feel like there's so many other angles that we can talk about as well, <laughs> but we will be talking for hours. <laughs> we'd have to do yeah, a one... three part series. Yeah, exactly. Hey, have me back sometime. What we'll do, we'll do another subject. One more thing I was going to mention, mention though a minute ago um, was something you were talking about, about how uh, the way that you were translating your information. I was thinking like, there isn't like the idea of like a, a consensus reality just like doesn't work. Like I've been working on a book. I actually haven't touched it in a while. I should get back to it. But like one of the things I wrote is like, it's not like we're 7 billion people sharing one reality it's like 7 billion realities that are happening at once sharing like a time and space where it's like, we, we live from our own paradigms and even like, even like physiology, like will change based upon a person's level of consciousness, like based upon a person's identity, like um, even people who have like dissociative identity disorder or like what used to be called multiple personality disorder, like they can live from one identity and shift into another one where it's like, one of them's left-handed, one of them's right-handed, one of them's blind, one of them can see, one of them, like, you know, it's ju it just shows the power of our identity and, like, our focus and, like, how our physical world, like, we just translate it through our senses. It's information. It sounds kind of like the message that you put out today, which, by the way, reminded me of reality transurfing, if you know what that is, because you were talking about, like, these life tracks, almost, or, like, these timelines in that post that you talked about today. Yeah. It's, like, it's, like, there's infinite information and then you like whatever your level of consciousness is like dictates the way you translate through your physical senses, the information, like I said, there's always a distortion. So that's why it's like an eyewitness testimonies when they're filling out police reports, or whatever. It's like, no, he ran that way. No, he was wearing a hat. No, he was black. No, he was this. It's like, because every person's filtering information based upon where they are, then there has to be a collective agreement too. So it's just a lot going on, but if you fire enough information at people they're never going to have or it's un, it's less likely that they're going to have the capacity within them to create a new reality and what we're seeing so much now and certainly yeah. over the last six years and definitely over the last 18 months it's been wild how many people are starting to open up to this idea to hey okay actually I can create my own reality so I do believe that there is going to be a great awakening and that every single possible potential outcome is all going to lead to the same thing which is people are going to recognize that the power is completely within them and how right. hone in on that and I think that's where people like you and me and all the other people all the other tiktokers that are doing the same sort of thing and yeah recognize it's like recognizing you're an expression of god whatever god yeah. is to you like you are an extension like you're not separate, like connect with that power and then be your own God of your world, of your universe. Like, you know what I mean? And you can't, when people hear that, they get scared because they go, oh, what if somebody wants to like 
create this crazy evil thing or whatever. But it's like, you can't create from a place of like, of like being unaligned or uh, like out of alignment, you know? So it's like, you have to hold it in alignment and then you can create whatever you want. Like I go in and out of alignment cause I'm human. We all are, but like, I'm not quite a spiritual master. That's like where I want to be. That's where I'm moving towards, but it's like a spiritual master, people like Jesus or Buddha or whatever. Like these are people who can, they can just like fit, create something on the spot, you know, because they hold no resistance within them that they allow an intention to get, um, what's it called? Like just translated through their physical senses. Like the information's there, they know it, they think it, and it just is, you know, <laughs> like there's been people like that through history. Maybe there's even people on the planet like that right now that we don't even know about, who knows, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. And also to add to that as well, you and something that actually just made sense to me as you said that, is you cannot anything that is creative from a low vibration will always come crashing down it might take yeah. time it may take thousands of years <laughs> but it will come crashing well, down. yeah the only the only thing that's actually real is love and light you know <laughs> everything else is just the absence of light it's for our temporary human experience so that we can expand into even greater levels of light and love you know so love that so We'll leave it at that because that was just yeah. perfectly put. But how can <laughs> how can people find you so that they can um, make your videos? Yeah, on TikTok, my name is Aspiring Alchemist. It's Aspiring underscore Alchemist. And that's where I've been posting lately. If you want to go to chrisgrider.com, you can see the videos I've directed. A lot of music videos, which is a C-H-R-I-S and it's G-R-I-E-D-E-R.com. Lots of like, I don't know, indie rock bands and and pop music and stuff. So I've just been directing for a while and yeah, but my spiritual stuff is aspiring alchemist. Make sure to check it out and would love to uh, see you all on there. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you so much. Yeah, for sure. It was a lot of fun. Good. This is my first podcast. I know. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I'm witnessing on this as well. I'm like, yeah, you know, you, you weren't, you weren't too sure if you could do a yeah. podcast and it's like, you don't need to be perfect. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I appreciate you more than you will ever know. I hope it left you feeling inspired, maybe shared a new perspective with you, or even just left you feeling less alone. Whatever the reason, I appreciate you. So please, if you love it, subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends. And of course, if you know someone that has an inspiring story or is just really passionate about helping other people, I want to know who they are. I would love for them to spread their message further using this as a platform.